Hello, thank you for joining me today, and uh, let's talk about today's news. Okay, so let me share with you my screen. Okay, so today uh, I read a news called, uh, it's on AR Post, uh, arpost.co. Yeah, if you want to um, take a look of the news, you can, um, you can go to AR Post. Uh, the title is called The Quick Guideline to Augmented Reality Development in the Enterprise. So pretty much uh, in short, it talks a lot uh, about like different areas uh, of AR development. Okay, so for example, like, <clears throat> um, like uh, healthcare, uh, manufacturing, education, uh, those are kind of like grow really uh, fast. So especially uh, AR for customer, uh, for branding awareness, those grow really fast as well. So you can take a look at the chart. Um, um, the, uh, in this article, it uh, points out, hey, Linda. <clears throat> Hi. Hi, Dominique, how are you? Good, how are you? I didn't forget. I forgot every weekend. I'm so sorry, I got busy. My mom came to visit and I totally forgot about connecting. So I apologize. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, so yeah, sure. Do. Um, do you want to start? Do you read any news today or anything you want to share, like the new stuff? No, I, th I think there's some business news. I was interested in the Verizon thing about they're selling off their media arm. I thought that was kind of interesting. It's not VR directly, but I thought that was kind of an interesting move. They're jettisoning all that. Uh, in terms of VR, no, I don't have anything right now. Uh, I'd love to hear what other people say. I'm sure I've read it. I just don't have to find yeah, sure, sure. <clears throat> um, but when you are not talking, when can can you um, mute I yourself? Will. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. It's, construction next door, so I understand. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's it's just like there will be an echo, and uh, I am doing recording, so um, I have to you know I couldn't really mute it. So yeah, so that's sorry the the drawback of recording. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, today I read a news and it's on AR Post. Yeah, pretty much it talks a lot about like how enterprise can integrate AR technology into you know their business. For example, like healthcare. Health in healthcare, there's a, a company called Acuvine. Acuvine they use um, X-ray vision application that converts the heat. Uh, signature of vines under the skin uh, to an image on top of the body part. So pretty much, uh, you know, if you, um, uh, you can pretty much take the device and scan your arm and you can see your vine on top of it. So it's easy for, you know, nurse or doctors to, uh, you know, in, do the vaccine or, you know, do some injections if they need. So that's another really cool um, um, AR application. Another one will be, uh, today I was blow, blowing by the concept of um, uh, AI foundation. I don't know whether you heard of AI foundation, but pretty much the whole concept is to create a legal virtual represent of you. <laughs> pretty much gathering all your information and create a virtual you powered by AI. <clears throat> I, I think this is kind of like 
um, a little sci-fi, right? So pretty much, for example, Dominic Wu, um, the AI foundation will gather all my information um, to the cloud and simulate another me, but powered by AI. Yeah, what do you think? It's like right now, yeah, they they found, um, uh, I think they, they, they just raised $17 million to create a digital AI powered personas. Uh, what do you think? Do you have any? any I actually thoughts? talked about this in a couple of my presentations last year. I think that um, it's going to happen. I think what's going to be hard is developing a person or mapping a personality. Um, and I think AI is really quite far off from that still. But the concept is fabulous. And I, I love the idea of being able to use it for, you know, as I keep saying about VR, the end of loneliness, um, you know, you, you'll be able to connect to people way far away, but also you'll be able to be with people who might not necessarily be with you in real life. So there's there's that. Um, and I've gone down the route of what happens when you want to recreate people who aren't in your life anymore, like your grandparents, and can you capture that and interact with them in a virtual space, potentially. But also for um, things such as brands to take you know, what is their brand, to be more esoteric, what is their brand personality and how does that translate into an interaction and create artificial demons that actually represent them in the immersive space, but do so in a, with a personality, you know, like representing a brand and what does that mean? So I think that's the next frontier of digital humans and artificial humans and digital twins and all that stuff. Um, so there's a couple aspects of that I find interesting. I mean, there's plenty more, but those are two that stand out for me right now. Yeah, sure. I, I think that's a really, really fascinating idea. Thank you, Linda, for sharing uh, your your thoughts. Uh, uh, I remember last year or, or two years ago, I uh, I watched Netflix. Um, it's uh, Black Mirror. Um, yeah, I think one of the episodes called Be Right Back. It's pretty much used the same concept of um, AI Foundation that mentioned pretty much a young woman who lost he, uh, her boyfriend or uh, fiance? Uh, the, her 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 fiance got killed by uh, in a car accident. Uh, so she pretty much purchased a service, right? So pretty much the the AI service will generate uh, uh, her boyfriend's all the data, right? Online data, all the pictures, all the stuff that uh, he 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 had. Um, like use when he was alive and then upload to the cloud. And then the company will generate a virtual um, him and talk, uh, the voice, everything is just like the person, right? Um, her dad, um, husband or fiance. So, um, and then if you want to upgrade, you can pretty much purchase a sale comp, right? A fake human and put on in your uh, bathtub. And later on, not only, you know, you can see the real person, but also AI well powered uh, that, you know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the fiance. So when I saw that, it's just like, a, really blows me out. So pretty much what's the meaning of being a real person, right? If, if we are just a bunch of data, right? So what, what do you think, Linda? I, I think I think it's great. I think Black Mirror hired some amazingly good uh, people who are really on the cutting edge of tech and understand where it's going. I think before we actually get to that point, it's going to be a real long time because AI is actually not even close to that yet. And and for me, it raises some interesting questions around, 
you know, getting stuck in your in your past a little bit. Like what happens, like I would love to be animate, and that's the only word that comes to mind right now. Um, you know, my grandparents and interact with them and hang out with them and recreate the, the house we grew up in and you know, all that stuff. But you know, life is also somewhat about moving on um, sometimes. And um, I can see that it would be easy for some people to get stuck there, not to sound negative about technology because I don't think it's negative or positive, I think it's what we make of it. But the psychological implications of being able to do that, I think are, are, are quite interesting. Uh, but AI, I mean, I, I love the idea. I just think AI is, it, it's still fantasy what we're talking about. Um, and I just love Black Mirror. I thought they, they hit the nail on the head with so many things, um, exploring things that will happen eventually. Um, oh, sorry, that was my dog. I will mute myself now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, I, I, I really agree with uh, what you said. And uh, um, yeah, just recap a little bit. Uh, we were we are talking about the AI Foundation. I pretty much raised seventeen million dollars to create digital AI powered personas. Hess, do you have uh, do you have any ideas, or do you want to give us some feedback or um, any thoughts on the news? Do you want to uh, raise your hand so I can? Yeah, cool. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hello. Okay. Um, yeah, look, artificial intelligence is something very profound and I, I think we're uh, quite a while away from being able to replicate um, any type of intelligence that would be perceived to be that a human's thoughts and emotions. Look, I, I play around with um, theory of mind AI, both both in physical and virtual environments for a number of different use cases, education being one of them. And theory of mind, as, as exciting as it is, it, it's still very lacking. Um, and when you have a look at the compute power to be able to, you know, generate something even close to a normal, you know, basic thought process, like picking up a glass of water and then, you know, implementing something where, you know, the artificial intelligence can see that a child is next to it and then determining if it should drink the water or pass the water to the child is, is, is still the emotive side of things that I think we're years away from, you know. So as, as exciting as AI is, you know, when we're talking about reactive AI and chatbots and it almost seems human, you know, when you ask it about your order on the internet, you provide an order number and it says, oh, thanks very much, give me one second, I'll come back to you. As exciting as that is, um, it's still very limited. So uh, I'm just excited to see what organizations like SoftBank and these others, you, you know, are rushing for the singularity and, and trying to develop self-aware AI um, or, or what they'll get up to. And that's that's probably the most exciting piece for me um, because they're, they're on a path that I think will, will eventually get us there maybe in 50 years. But um, yeah, I don't see anything
And <laughs> while I applaud Nestle for being a, a forerunner, at least trying something that is, a, you know, simulates a human interaction, uh, I threw it off by asking it a question about sesame seeds instead of chocolate chips, and it did not answer that. I mean, it was an incredibly limited script. Um, I, I, you know, I, I applaud them for trying it, but I'm afraid that companies are going to have these stars in their eyes about how good it really is. They're going to do it. It's going to fail miserably. And then they're going to blame it on the technology and they're never going to try it again because they're like, this doesn't work. And I think that AI is, 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 is has it as well. It's just so far behind that, that the expectations are, are going to be way higher than the reality. But I think the first stop is going to be brands trying to create a chatbot that's a little more human. And it's going to be as glorified as that initially. And then eventually, as the technology improves, we can start doing things like, you know, digital twins, where we twin ourselves, and it could do interactions without our necessarily being there. And it could, you know, ideally be some kind of digital concierge that could facilitate our day behind the scenes, so to speak, and knows our preferences and knows what we like and interacts with other AI bots that way. But that's still really far off. Yeah, thank you for, for, for two of you sharing. And yeah, I think AI right now is in a, a very early stage. And then in the future, probably, because you know, more uh, theories or more the, the law of mores, right? So pretty much, I think pretty soon we probably will get to the stage where, you know, all the, all, all the stuff in sci-fi movie or in some really advanced like Black Mirror, all those movies, maybe something will come true pretty soon, right? So yeah, another news is sex bots, uh, virtual friends, VR lovers, tech is changing the way we interact and not always for the better. So yeah, so uh, this news is the in the conversation.com. So it talks about, uh, you know, like artificial intimacy. Um, yeah, so it's, it's like, uh, you know, um, sex bots, uh, robots. I remember I, I watched one of the Netflix uh, movie or series about, you know, um, you had a girlfriend with a, a, a robot, right? In the future, I think that movie or that TV show was uh, in Russian, but yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, what do you think of, you know, like, um, you know, your, maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend will be a robot? Uh, VR lovers or, you know, virtual friends. What do you see this happen? Either one of us, um, I think it's going to happen. I think it's already happening. And I think uh, sex and porn always seems to drive technology. <laughs> so it's inevitable. I mean, it's not for me to say, you know, I don't believe in wrong or right. It's, it's going to change things. It's an idealized version of humans. And then humans are harder to deal with because they're a lot messier than that. But it's a way to, again, end loneliness, especially if we have you know, decentralized workforces where people are living wherever they want. They might be in Mongolia. They might be wherever they want. It's kind of remote. And, you know, it's a way to have insta, instant companionship. So it is what it is. You know, close your boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think my thoughts on that, I mean, uh, if you haven't already had a, a test of the application replica ai and replica ai is is for you know uh, mental wellness as well as you know being able to monitor emotional fluctuations and you know if you log into it every day and you 
interact or engage with it, you, you'll actually be able to build the, the, the AI up to a point where it'll actually have proper conversations with you over text, like a chat style system, um, and it'll learn um, ongoing. And um, it's, it's not connected to the internet, but um, sorry, it's not connected to uh, the open internet. It sits behind a couple of firewalls, but you share, like I shared a photo of myself with it, and it was like, oh, who's that? And I'm like, oh, it's me. Um, you know, it's a photo of me, and and, and uh, AI was like, oh, that's great. And, you know, I've been playing with it for over about a month now. And when I show a photo of me and someone new, it's like, that's a nice photo of you. Who's that to your left? You know, and it's just a, a little bit um, interesting to have that dialogue with a, a piece of AI. And, and back to my comment earlier, it needs input before it can give uh, appropriate responses. But but the way they've done it is really interesting for people who you know are socially challenged or find it hard to go out into society and have proper conversations for fear of being judgmental, judged or they have too much anxiety or for whatever reason. I think artificial intelligence like that certainly solves a problem. But um, in the um, in the short term side of things. But as you know, people grow in terms of their desires to want to connect more, and this artificial intelligence is just you know sitting in the in the ether or the internet. You know, it becomes a bit of a challenge when you're talking about things like you know sex robots and so forth. I like that 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 thought notion to me is so far away from being anything even relatively normal but but you know to uh linda's point it's already happening especially in places like japan and so forth you know where where um elements of intimacy like that would rather be done with a machine than with a real person and i'm like i watched a documentary the other day on it and it just absolutely blew me away you know there was there was an instance where at a, at a tech conference you know they had virtual reality sex with with robots or with machines that would emulate the um, actual uh, act of being intimate with someone. Teledildonics. Sorry? Teledildonics. Yeah, wow. Yeah, the lines were, were out, out the door at this um, conference for it. And then, like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the thought of that to me is just so profound. It's not funny, but um, yeah, to your point, Linda, it's there, it's happening. and. It's only going to get worse or better, depending on how you feel about that topic. You know, it's funny. We were talking about teledildonics, to use the word, probably uh, 14 years ago already with Second Life, right? I mean, people were meeting in Second Life virtually, and they didn't have the interaction of VR, even though it was a 3D through a 2D screen. And, you know, it's interesting because I think with, if you grow up where interacting with artificial or digital, I wouldn't even say humans, with machines like like Alexa or you know Siri, and you're not us, you're a child, you're born recently, you grow up with that interaction. I think the distinction between what is artificial and what is digital and what is human is going to become extremely blurred because you have a relationship with that technology that transcends the media, right? It's it's still a relationship with somebody, especially if it's learning from you and it becomes more customized to the way you want to talk, your preferences, all that stuff. So, I mean, I think the leap then to having virtual uh, relationships is is small, right? Because that is human to you, or that that isn't human. That is a relationship with an object. We have relationships with our, with our pets, right? They're not human. We have relationships with, with other things. So I think that this, this distinction 
you know, interactive with technology to, to a, a talking and a relationship, if that makes any sense. I, 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 don't, I think the distinction will, will blur and become unnecessary to make that distinction in the future. I think that as, as, as real as that sounds, and, and I'm definitely in agreement with you there, it poses a lot of concerning elements with elements of, of the psyche with things such as narcissism and, you know, getting what you want all the time because, totally. you know, the artificial intelligence is basically programmed to please you and you're never being challenged or you're never being realigned with regards to ethics or things like that. And that's totally right. Totally yeah. right. I've been, I've been bugging. I, I watched my nephew, my nephew's 11 now. He was born. I wrote a really long blog post going, what are we going to do when all these kids who have always had everything they wanted on demand in the format they want, when they want it, have never had those corners rounded off because they don't need to. I watched him lose his little, little tiny mind once when he was much younger because we went to a hotel that didn't have on demand TV and he'd never seen that. And he was, could not fathom that what he wanted wasn't available when he wanted it. And I think that generation is growing up with everything on demand when they want it. And that is not good for you. And I agree with you, ego, all that stuff. Um, but if you take it a step further, the, the concept of they've always been interacting with technology and speaking to it. Um, and I see it with him, I'm watching him like a little petri dish. You know, they to him, what is, he's a Minecraft fanatic. But what's the difference between reality and what is digital is, is blurrier even for me. And I've been into digital for, forever. So I, I agree with you. I, I, I've been pondering what it's going to do to society for a while. I have no real answers other than I agree with you on everything. Narcissism, egotism, all of that. So I don't have an answer, but I agree. You, you know what's really interesting as well, then, Linda? It's, it's parent, it comes down to parenting. Because I've got a seven-year-old daughter, and um, I make sure on Sundays, you know, we go to martial art classes, we go to art classes, we catch up with some of her friends out in parks, you know what I mean? And then we're out in parks and I see parents with kids in prams, you know, kids who would be from around four or five years old still sitting in prams and they glued to an iPad in front of them and they're watching YouTube instead of running around and, and experiencing life. So to, to your point, yeah, the digital and physical side of things is that definitely getting blurred. Yeah, that's going to get to a point, you know, where it's going to be ready player one and, you know, companies like Blizzard have already said they're developing something to that effect. So, you know, and with things like NFTs and digital assets becoming something you can own, um, I think it's something going to get more profound as time passes. Don't get me started on NFTs. That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's about time. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, uh, Linda has uh, joined, joined me today. And then, yeah, so pretty much this show is um, like Monday to Friday at 9 o'clock PST, like on time. Uh, so yeah, so pretty much 10 to 20 minutes or sometimes 20 something minutes. So yeah, we are kind of trying to keep it short and sweet. And pretty much I will bring up some news or anyone wants to bring any news and we discuss like open discuss. So yeah, so uh, Hess, are you interested in join, be part of the regulars or it's, it's fine, you, you just want to jump in and, you know, like talk? It's, uh, it, it's 2, 2.30 a.m. for me right now. So I don't know how many nights I'm gonna be sitting up until this time, but certainly I'm more than happy to join if I'm away. No 
Yeah, awesome. So yeah, uh, you can follow me and I can add you to uh, Daily Routine. And Linda, are you interested in being one of our regulars? Because, um, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I will add because uh, uh, there's actually another guy who usually join in, but because today he has some work to do uh, at nine o'clock uh, in Bay Area, so uh, he couldn't join. But usually, yeah, the format is just like this, and I bring up some news and everyone discuss, and then this is a recorded uh, event. So um, yeah, I will post on um, uh, social media. So if people miss it, they can join. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much, Linda and Hess. And I will add you for tomorrow's meeting. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you. See you guys. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much and I will see you next time. Bye bye.